Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Jeff Meacham, welcome to Meeting Tom Cruise. Uh, thanks, guys. This was a mistake. Go on. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Welcome back, folks, to the podcast that makes you ask the question, if meeting Tom Cruise were a dessert, which one would it be? I'm going with molten chocolate cake because the moment you open it up, all the goodness comes spilling out. Hey, everybody, it's me, Jeff Meacham, your host with the most body hair among the three of us. Next to me is my co-host, Joel Johnstone, and I honestly question if he's even reached puberty yet. Joel? Joel? Hey. Oh, boy. Okay, a little bit of shade from Joel. We'll figure what that's all about in a second. And at least six feet away from us is our disgruntled producer, Alec Lev, who may lack hair on his head, but he makes for it up on his face. Although he's never actually grown out a good beard. Alec, how come you never grow a solid man beard? I'm not a solid man. How you doing, Jeff? How you doing, Joel? I'm in a good mood today. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're in a good mood. Yeah. Joel's in a bad... I don't quite understand what's going on. But guys, listen, I was thinking about Tom Cruise this week. And here's the thing. Tom Cruise is one of those actors that has more energy than anybody could possibly... Jeff, what is going on with Joel? Joel. Why are you acting? What? Why are you acting like this? You seem you seem like you seem Whatever. like I slept with your wife. What's happening here? You want to know what's going on? I want to know what's going on. You want to do this on the air? Oh, no. I'm scared. You're never mad at me. All right, boys and girls. Joel had a little dream last night. I kid you not. I had a dream. Oh, no. You're not doing one of yep. these where yep. I did something yep. wrong in a dream. You and did. You're... You did. You How did. could you be Fuck mad at off. me? You did. I don't care whether it's real or not. You did it. You did it. And I'm mad. Go on. What happened? This is my favorite episode so far. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We got Tommy on the on t- we got Tommy on the show. Oh, we did it. Okay. He agreed oh, to come. Great. In I was your dream. freaking out. In your dream. We we it, this is in my dream. In my dream. Okay. Yeah, no, we had Tom on the show and we forgot to tell everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I don't show up for all the meetings. <laughs> okay. So 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 Tom agreed to come on. Okay. We, we we celebrated, we cried, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um and you know, to be COVID responsible, we uh we we found a studio where we all had our own rooms. Okay? Okay. And uh, we all showed up and for whatever reason, Jeff was like, Hey Tom, come in with, c- come into mine. And I was like, well, how is that fair? <laughs> and, 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 and safe. But you know, we started and it was going swimmingly. It was just, I mean, it was everything we dreamed of. Just, he was the life of the party. He was answering everything. We What's threw the problem him. It was just, here? What's it was the so, problem? Fuck you, wait for it. <laughs> then there was a technical glitch on my end. I don't know. It was not my fault. Okay. It was somebody else's fault. I know it was somebody else's fault. I don't know what happened. Sounds no, it's not like my it was fault. your fault. It was not, fault, my, it was not my studio. Yeah, it's not my studio. Yeah, it it be my fault. Like, no, 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 it wasn't Alex's fault. No one else there. No, it's my dream, not my fault. Okay. So... You know, it, so so we had a pause. We had a pause, and Alec had some live feed of you and Tom in in your little pod, and um, I didn't. I was just I was the only one that like had no idea what was going on visually, and I and I chimed in with Alec, and I'm like, "Hey, um, is it weird that you know if this is meeting Tom Cruise, and we're not actually gonna get to meet him? It's just Jeff and whatever. Like, wh- wh- what are they doing? What, what's going on? What's going on?" He goes, "They're just uh, laughing like old best friends," and Jeff's. Hand feeding him crackers. <laughs> crackers? <laughs> yeah. And then it dawned on me. I was like, holy shit. Jeff used Alec and I. <laughs> this whole fucking thing, the the dozens and hundreds of hours that we put into this was just a ploy by Jeff to get to meet Tom Cruise. He knew he didn't have the 
stamina and the and the wherewithal to do a podcast all by himself. He needed somebody else to piggyback on, but he wanted to meet Tom Cruise, and he took it all for himself. And Alec and I were left in the fucking dust. <laughs> I am I am so sorry that your dream was was this uh, nightmarish. But let's get something out of the way right now. If Tom Cruise said to us, "Hey, I'm going to come on your podcast," and he was like, "I'll do it." but I'm only doing the podcast with Jeff Meacham. I'd be like, great. <laughs> and I would fire you right then and there. <laughs> Alec, question of the week. The question of the week this week is a little different. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask you guys to help me help you answer the question. How awesome are our listeners? <sighs> Best in okay. the biz. Best in the yeah. biz, right, Joel? Yeah. So we have been contacted through Twitter, through Instagram, through reviews on Apple Podcasts, and by email. Lots of great emails. We just want to take the time to read a lot of what we've gotten. And um, Jeff and Joel are going to resist the temptation to make fun of each and every person as they say things. Because Unless are... you have a really funny name. Because sure. then I can't help but make fun <laughs> of it, right? I understand. I understand. You okay. know what I mean? Or if you say something stupid. Okay. Those are the two rules. Right. Bob Gorey emailed us. He's a weather observer at Tallahassee International Airport and millionaire. Uh, he wrote, good luck with the podcast. My son found you and shared with me. Tom Cruise walked into the back door at my work office. He and his pilot were kind of lost. Anyhow, he was super outgoing and friendly and shook my hand. They were flying an old P-51 Mustang fighter plane and it stopped for fuel. He's a weather observer at Tallahassee International Airport and millionaire. No, millionaire, Joel. The airline is called Millionaire, which I think is a front for... Okay, when we said we're not going to make comments, let's especially not have them be slanderous. Uh, Joel. Our next up is from Miles Marsala. That is a fantastic name, Miles. That's a great alliteration. He said, my parents raised me in a very pro-Tom Cruise household. Already love this guy. Yeah. I have an early childhood memory of my parents hosting a backyard cookout with posters and all to celebrate far and away's opening. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, I like this family. In one house we lived in, my dad was quite proud of the surround sound system, and we must have watched the opening sequence of Top Gun at least 100 times to show it off to anyone who came over for the first time. He just had to rev up the engines and fly straight to the danger zone. Mm. Jeff, mm. how much do we love Miles' dad? I mean, the only problem I have is, unfortunately, for the opening of Far and Away, his dad set up a bare knuckle boxing ring and made them all fight each <laughs> toe other. Toe the line. Toe the line. Yeah. yeah. Toe you want to come over here? Toe the line. All right. He continues because he actually oh, makes yeah. this story relevant to our show. Let me okay. continue. Go, go, go. My Tom Cruise encounter occurred on May 4th, ah. 2017 in Paris, France. Uh, Ooh. We noticed a crowd gathering with some security and cameras. As we approached, it became clear that this was an active movie set. I stopped dead in my tracks and with my wife as my eternal witness, the first thing I said was, oh my gosh, what if it's Tom Cruise filming Mission Impossible? Wish it was. Wait, wait for it. Go on. on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then it happened. Oh my God. God. Out of the van emerged the Tom Cruise clad in all black and a leather jacket right before us was Tom freaking Cruise. <laughs> as all of your guests have said, it was one of those moments where everyone was in awe and sharing one of those moments they will all collectively remember forever. His presence was larger than life. Tom was very gracious with a crowd of gawkers smiling at us and waving before getting back to business. Son of a bitch. That's, we gotta, this, this Miles here is, Miles. that's a number one fan right there. Miles, Miles. You're, you're getting a cake. Oh, you don't have cakes to give, Jeff. Well, I want to, we got to talk about that because I really want us to start. Well, what should we give? We should give things. We, we should, should give, give things. We should give stuff. We should give a thing. What would we give every Christmas to our? You know how people? like 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 uh, when when you fly the airlines, like they give the little like toy wings to kids. Yes, I yeah. think we should have wingmen wings that we 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 give away, like you know, just little souvenirs. This is very good. That's a great idea. There you go. I'm full of them. So uh, Roche C93 on Instagram says, I've listened to the first episode five times so far. Thank oh, you, Roche thank C93. You, Roche. Um, Karen L. CWS from Instagram says, College World Series. It's obviously Karen L. College World Series. Don't know why. I don't Continue. think that's right. Okay. She says, uh, I'm not sure which one she's talking about. She says, this episode was Chicago fire. White Sox. Chicago White Sox. Oh, this- good one, Joel. <laughs> uh, this episode was fire. Loved every moment and laughed so hard. So happy I found you all. And Riviera Firely Podcast France says, 
Thanks for the laugh out loud moment on your podcast. Been enjoying it down in the sunny south of France. Ah, merci. I want to go to the south of France. Merci d'avoir écouté ce podcast. So we're very happy for her. Alec, that was hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Scott Gordon, who, uh, if he wasn't a oh. astronaut, should be, because that's this the best so name good. ever. This is so uh, good. He emails, I knew and fought Tom Maypother when he lived in Canada from 19... 19- yes. 1971 to 74. Wait a minute. What? Get Read the rest of it. Okay, guys. So I... Just Holy in case shit. anyone wants to know. Yeah, yeah. Remember remember when you wrote to us, hey, guys, please read these before you read them out loud for the first time? But this is genuine. No, but I'm genuinely freaking out now. I okay. think Jeff was right and I was wrong because I like watching him freak out as he's reading. Okay, okay. I knew and fought Tom Maypother when he lived in Canada from 71 to 74. While Tom's father what? was stationed in Ottawa, Canada in 1971, the family rented a cottage down the road for me during the summer. What? The area was called Crown Point, directly on the Ottawa River, about 30 minutes west of Ottawa. What's happening? My family was one of the few full-time residents of Crown Point, and during the summers, my brother and I hung out with a gang of college kids. For no, a cottage time- kids, Jeff. Cottage, cottage, cottage kids. kids. Sorry, what did I call them? College kids. College kids. We were 12, and we called ourselves the college kids. I, I have, I'm a little bit of, you know, I'm a, a kid from New England, so I know about cottage kids for the summer. I get it. doesn't it. sound that threatening, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not. They wear a lot of board shorts and they've got uh, flip-flops on. Um, for a brief time, one summer, we adopted Tom into the gang. This is the best story ever. I remember. What's happening, Scott Gordon? Oh, my God. I remember him at the time as being very hyperactive. That, that tracks. And having <laughs> uh, hair far longer than the rest of us Canadian boys. One of the activities we young lads enjoyed back in the early 70s was backyard boxing. What's oh, happening? here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to yep. lose my mind. Yep. Our fathers encouraged us to learn the manly art of go for it, Jeff. Pugilism? Pugilism? Is it pugilism? It is. But pugilism. I'm not sure what pugilism is. What is it? Boxing. Boxing. Why can't he just say boxing? He's, uh, he's enjoying language. Yeah, he's smarter than me. Uh, yes. Okay, so yep, our fathers encouraged us to learn the manly art of pugilism by buying us 16 ounce boxing gloves wow. and letting us have at her in our backyard. Fuck, this is wild. <laughs> Tom and I were the same age, both born in 1962, what? so we were paired off to fight each other. Age was clearly the wrong way to pair boxers, as I was significantly <laughs> larger at the time than Tom. As a result, I remember pummeling the hell out of the poor guy. It wasn't until years later when Tom Cruise was becoming famous that we all learned he was my old punching bag, Tom uh, Maypother. What? This dude took a beating as a kid, and he was like, uh-uh, I'm going to go up and show all of you. What? This is Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise because of Scott Gordon. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, this is why we do the podcast. This is why we do the freaking podcast to find out in the middle of nowhere in Ottawa, where, by the way, he was just short of giving us the uh, longitude and latitude points for where they, <laughs> <laughs> for where they hung out. <laughs> this happened, man. He said that he's a teacher and he tells this story to his students all the time and gets quite a quite a lot of mileage out of this one. As he should. And now commercials. Adam writes, uh, hi, I'm Adam. I'm a big Tom Cruise fan out here in Australia. Thanks for your podcast. It's hysterical and it's brightened my days at work listening to it. I hope you get to meet him. And if you do, say hello for me. Not going to do that. <laughs> Sorry. All the Sorry. best. <laughs> Regards, Adam. Oh, and P.S. Oh, and P.S. It's Penny Benjamin, for fuck's sake. That's my fault. I said Patty. You did. And you're about to get another one from Greg Bradigan who is the director of operations at ASI Air Specialists, Inc. He writes, great podcast. I'm 47 and Top Gun was a turning point in my life. You've probably received a hundred or more emails already, but isn't it Penny Benjamin instead of Patty? I have to go back and watch the tape. Duke Mitchell's kid, hilarious. Isn't it funny that I have so many things wrong from a movie that I have, there is no question, watched more than any other movie in my entire life. Yeah, Like there's no question how many times i've watched yeah. it so well you don't listen that well period i Full really stop. don't i yeah. really don't listen that well another quick one the name is from shy town sales or chit own sales could be nope is <laughs> this is the greatest thing that ever happened thank you just thank you first and only review i've ever left whoa thank you chicago that's what we did for that person they said you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna leave a review Extra relish 
uh, Reshiram says, I don't really care one way or another for Tom Cruise, but I wouldn't miss a single episode of this podcast. That's, See, that's it. That's that, it. And those are all of my friends, my smart friends who don't care about Tom Cruise. That's okay. So, well, don't think about some stranger they've never met. They don't couldn't care less, but they enjoy even listening to you guys, not just not just me. Hi everyone. Hi Ronit. Hi Yael. Those are my sisters in law. They they love the show and they couldn't care less about Tom Cruise. And that's that was our goal from the beginning, right? Was to make sure Yeah, we wanted we were to- stupid enough that people would enjoy us regardless. Yeah. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not a hundred percent sure if my mom has still listened yet. I think she's mm. listened to one. And then she is like, you know what? That's that's good. <laughs> Guys, I have to say this. Do you think our moms will be if I have I have a game that we're going to play <laughs> now? Yeah, let's let's come up with a keyword right now. And that keyword is like a safe word, a safe word. <laughs> let's come up with a safe word. Uh, Whatever pickle. it is. I want to say it right now. So just tell me what it is. <laughs> the safe word is pickle pickle for what? Whoever whoever's mom. Yeah. Not stepmom, but mom texts yeah. us the word pickle first. That means she's listened to this portion of the show. That means I, our moms actually care and listen. So that's amazing. Mom, and that mom, we send a bouquet of flowers to deal. That's amazing. My mom is so going to win this. Yeah. My mom will lose. First, first mothers have to understand what a podcast is. So, <laughs> okay, Joel guys, I actually got one. Um, and I was going to, I was going to introduce this one. Uh, I was going to write something, but I, I just, Wanted it to come from the heart because uh, this is from a very near and dear friend of mine who has been uh, battling uh, terrible, horrible, horrific disease ALS for the last three years. This is actor Kenneth Mitchell, who has been a a very near and dear friend of mine for the last seven years. Um, Joel, I'm going to ask this with with all seriousness, just to be clear for ALS. That's the that's the Lou Gehrig's one, right? ALS yes. is Lou Gehrig's disease. Aye. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Aye, that's, aye, that's, aye. That's, that's what we all did. All the right, ice ahead, bucket buddy. challenge four years ago. And, and, um, right, it's, right, right. it's, it's, it's as uh, nasty of a disease as they come and, and they are still looking for a cure. And I believe that, that, that we're close, but, uh, but not there yet. Kenneth and I met seven years ago on astronaut wives club. Um, we, we not only met and uh, became friends, but we, we actually were roommates. We, we, uh, we booked the same place at, uh, on a rooftop in new Orleans and, had uh, many a keg parties, and uh, and he is, and always will be a, a a very very close friend of mine, and I love him like a brother. He wrote this, which brings tears and laughter at the same time to our show. And and you can read this on Apple Podcasts. He wrote it. He wrote a public review, and so I I definitely recommend people checking this out. Also, that's right. He wrote my make a wish. I can't believe I'm saying this, but this podcast, Meeting Tom Cruise, is brilliant. Not necessarily in an intelligent way, but rather its hilarity, uniqueness, (laughs) and charm. I've never written a review before, except that one time my son got lost in the ball pit at Ikea, but felt compelled to share my enthusiasm for Meeting Tom Cruise. I'm going to be bold and truthful here. This podcast gives me life. I'm going to get choked up. I have a terminal illness, and besides spending time with my kids, I choose to listen each week to these three humans. Well, two humans and a Jeff. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, two humans and an Alec, pal. Back it up. Keep going. Nothing would bring me more joy than to witness these guys finally meeting Tom Cruise. More than the Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. He's from Toronto, by the way. More than Aaron Rodgers winning another Super Bowl. Or more than a sequel to The Mummy. I have... (laughs) That needs a sequel. I have very few days left on this planet, and my make-a-wish is for them to finally meet Tom Cruise. Let's take this one step further. I hope this all unfolds on the Oprah show. I imagine myself in the audience watching all the magic and charisma unfold. Then afterwards, go back to the green room and have wheelchair races with Tom and the boys around the studio as the man himself tells us grand stories about his time on Born of the Fourth of July. This is my one wish. And when I return home, there's a mystery package left for me at my front door. It's a gift from Tom Cruise of a new motorized wheelchair that has goose engraved on the side. (laughs) I know this all sounds wacky and elaborate, but knowing the special aura of Tom Cruise, this could actually happen. This is the gift he gives us. He makes us feel anything is possible, and we are all special. A man can dream. And for the record, my two Dark Horse Tom Cruise films are Minority Report and Edge of Tomorrow. My favorite Cruise movie is A Few Good Men. The Kevin Pollock episode is perfection. This review will self-destruct in five seconds. 
Ken, I love you more than words, brother. And we are here for you. And so is Tom Cruise. Usually at this time, Jeff would take us into the interview, but we've got something a little different planned for you this week. Uh, Joel, would you like to go ahead and introduce, you know, Joel and I actually both, we couldn't decide who was going to introduce this guest. Yeah, we were kind of fighting for it. So So we decided that we're we're both going to introduce the guest. Here we go. If you suffer from excessive blinking, you'll have missed him on seven hit seasons of the TV show Blackish. His body's writing checks he cannot spell. He's got the need, the need for just a basic education. He can't handle vermouth. Kittredge, you've never seen him read a book. He had me at hell no. Show me the dummy. It's Jeff Meacham. All right. Gonna top the Tom Cruise reference. This was such a mistake. Shut up, Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, those who have followed his career, those who followed his career from the beginning know that he shaves everywhere except (laughs) where he should. Every computer algorithm in the world knows his browsing preference is incognito. His films have grossed well over $2,000 internationally. His star (laughs) meter doesn't compare to Hollywood's elite on IMDb.com, but he's always number one on (laughs) IMADB.com. He's the guy with whom you love to trade secrets, but never trade SAT scores. <laughs> He's the kind of man who will give you the password of the masked sex party you've always wanted to go to, but forget to give you the second password. He puts the ass in class, the ham and meat ham, ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey. What's your middle name? Daniel. Daniel Meacham! Jeff Meacham, welcome to Meeting Tom Cruise. Uh, thanks, guys. This was a mistake. Go on. <laughs> Jeff, uh, I just want you to give us a quick rundown of your life. Just a quick, from birth, anything you want. Just 30 seconds, your whole life, right up until the moment that you never met Tom Cruise. Oh, God, you guys are a bunch of ass gremlins. <laughs> I'm telling you. And we decided to record this in the middle of the night. So it's it's nighttime. Okay, let me, let me start off with a real question here for you, Jeff. Um, Jeff and I have an ongoing, uh, uh, inside joke about the fact that he seems to have come from everywhere. He tells <laughs> us he came from Florida. He tells us he came from Connecticut, a little bit from New York, a little bit from Boston, Martha's Vineyard. Jeff, tell us about your childhood. I'm sorry. My parents got divorced. Okay, Alec. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mother took me away from my homeland and moved me to the sunny beaches of Sarasota, Florida. I apologize. Go slow. Where were you born? I was born in Manchester, Connecticut to uh, Jim and Ruth. Uh, My father already had two sons, much older. My brothers, Michael and James. My mom and dad had me. And by the age of seven, they didn't like each other anymore. And they said, we're done. We're (laughs) done with this relationship. And my mom said, well, listen, my dad just moved to Florida and retired there. So I've got nothing left in this shithole called Willimantic, Connecticut. So I'm going to move down to Sarasota, Florida. My mom's single at this point. You know, she's just, she's got one kid, me. And uh, we moved down to Sarasota, Florida. Beautiful, artsy town. Yeah. How, you got bucket lister there. Uh, a Siesta Key <laughs> Beach. has got beautiful white sands. And, uh, and I love growing up there. But check this out. My mom and dad made an agreement when I was a little boy, and this was uh, this was really life changing. My mom said to my dad, "Hey, you don't have to pay child support as long as you come see Jeff once a month, somehow, once a month. So instead of paying child support once a month, come see your son." <laughs> so my dad did that. It was incredible. My father would I, he 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 even told me this guy actually just died. This is such a New England thing to say. This guy his guy just died recently. Uh, I forgot what his name was. You know, people but, die all over, not just in New England. <laughs> oh, but they die a lot in New England. I once heard of somebody dying in Oklahoma. <laughs> How many? Let me just tell you right now. My father has more friends that died in fires in their cars than anybody else I know. I cannot tell you how many times he was like, "You remember William McConnelly?" And I'd be like, "Yo, yeah, what about him?" He's like. He was drunk one night, drove us, went for the exit, missed the exit off Route 6, <laughs> drove into a tree, car went ablaze, he's dead. Jeff, I'm never, there are so many streets. Jeff, like what these, did your dad do for a living? You I was going to say, if he tells you about more than one fire, your father's an arsonist. My father, <laughs> my father's a murderer. Yeah. Every um, one of my, it's so weird. Every one of my father's <laughs> friends got two bullet shots to the head. I don't know why. I don't understand. I understand. My dad had this one nickname too. I forgot what it was called. It was called Two Shot. Two shot Meacham? I forgot. It was two. Sh- 
somehow my father, oh yeah, the guy who died, my my dad would get off work. My dad was a construction worker. He'd get off work on a Friday. He'd drive to Hartford uh, Springfield Airport and he'd stop at his buddy's house. He'd take a shower there because, you know, construction worker, he was dirty. Shower. Hop on, uh, hop on an airplane and fly down to Tampa, and uh, or if he had a connection to Sarasota, and spend the weekend with me. And we did that for eleven years. Wow! Uh, and I would go back to Connecticut for all the major holidays: spring break, Thanksgiving, uh, 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 summer, and Christmas. All those big holidays. So my dad and I kind of worked it out one at one point that I spent almost four months out of the year in Connecticut. Hence, why I always say I'm from Connecticut and Florida. So tell us acting. So, so did you, you've told us a little bit about it, but was there anything that came before acting that you wanted to do? No. So here's the, here's the deal. One of the reasons, I mean, I always loved movies. I was obsessed with movies since I was a kid, but when I would go back to those trips in Connecticut, uh, which was again, almost four months out of the year, I had basically no friends there. I mean, I had some from the summer camp I went to, but it's not like, you know, I, I barely had any friends. So my age just perfectly coincided with the boom of, you know, the movie rental and the Cineplex and I was alone. And so that's just all I did was watch movies 24 seven. My mom knew because I was ADD, she would never give me a game system. She was like, you can never have one. She just like carte blanche just was like, no. So I never yeah. had a game system. So I literally only watched movies. That's do it. we need That's to go in? Do we need to go into the fact that the use of carte blanche? Yeah, I knew you were going to say just, that. I wasn't right. Was it wasn't I wrong? even close. But I what feel like I feel like we should just let it go. Are, I don't know. We're we're, we're going to start calling him out on that stuff now, Alec. <laughs> no, we don't. I think we call me out on it enough. Okay, right? so we, I call myself out on it enough. Like sure. the moment I said it, I got that weird feeling in my stomach. Right. Where I just right, look right, at right. Alec. Right, but you, I just look but at you rolled, like but, you, right. but you muscled through it with confidence, and I like that. It sounded I like a it. use of words, like you yeah. used words in a sentence. So we're just going to stick with it. You had what are you going to say? It's carte blanche. Um, okay. No idea what it means, really. Uh, it sounds like a you know like a race car driver. There comes carte blanche. Um, <laughs> so, so your dad. Yeah, so this do? one in particular summer, yeah, I just watched movies all summer, right. and I'd go down. My stepmother had this obsession with just collecting. She's kind of a little bit of a pack rat. She collects things all the time. So her basement was just filled. She had the perfect bomb shelter. She had more food than you can imagine, more SpaghettiOs. So one that summer, SpaghettiOs. Do you actually mean your mother has a bomb shelter? Stepmother? She did not have a bomb stepmother? shelter, but her basement would have had there been... Armageddon, and I survived it. That yeah. basement, I could have lived there for many, I many, many, many. I years. want to go there. We, you know what? Still, we should, she still has. We there. should do an episode down there. You guys, I'm not kidding you. Her basement is something to behold. You guys know Judy. Love Judy. Oh, we know Judy. Upstairs, the top in the top floor of her house. You know, in the main level, looks beautiful. Everything's organized, right. beautiful. You go down into that basement. Oh my god. Oh my God! You, you it's know like hey, walking into hey, a Kmart. Why are we in a, if we if if we're just going with anybody, why didn't we get Judy? Why didn't we get Jeff? We should have gotten Judy. So she, you're saying that she looks good up top, but when you go down to her bomb shelter, we are, are not kinda, talking about my stepmother that way. You son of a bitch! I was talking about her house. Okay, here, here, here's my question because uh, we've gotten way too far away from Tom Cruise and too far into Please. Jeff Meacham. Uh, that would be a new podcast. Too Can't far into Jeff Meacham. Too far into Jeff Meacham. <laughs> get in there. There you go. Get in there. And Judy's bomb shelter. <laughs> if my mother okay. would be listening to this, she'd be like, I cannot believe how much they're talking about Judy. <laughs> so much. What about me? What about the woman who raised him? Judy and her yeah. bomb The shelter. single mother who moved down to the, the mean streets of Sarasota, Florida <laughs> to raise him. Joel had a question. Back to Tom Cruise. Please. When did because you you and I both geeked out on that pantheon of eighties action stars? You know, you, you right. had the you had the Van Dams, you had the Arnolds, you had Seagulls, the, the Seagulls, the Stallones, the Stallones, Bruce Willis. The Stallones, you know, Bruce, exactly. When did and he wasn't an action star at that time, but he was he was a Hollywood it guy. When did he separate himself for you from that pantheon of of others? <laughs> You know, he's looking up the word Pantheon, guys. Hold on. <laughs> you know, guys, 
I've been thinking about this. You've been thinking about Tom Cruise this week? I've been thinking about Tom Cruise this week. <laughs> I think I think it was high school. I think it was at the same time. But was it a movie? Was it a movie? Because because for me, I could tell you. I could tell you which movie and the moment where I was like, this. Joel clearly just wants to tell you his answer. I know, yep. Joel, go. Yep. It's like we're on a date and you're like, what kind of condiment do you like? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, there's this and you're like, mine's ketchup. <laughs> like, just get to it. <laughs> just tell us what it was for you, Joel. No, mine's not that interesting. I want to hear yours. I want to hear yours. Well, well no, go ahead. Say yours because I don't Mission really Impossible. have it, it, is- Mission Impossible. When, when, when the, it was, it's still one of my yeah. most favorite movie going moments when he drops down to the thing when he's at Fort Knox. And not Fort Knox, not Jesus, Fort Knox. at Langley. Idiot. And, um, <laughs> and, and when he's at Langley and he drops to the ceiling and everything silence. And I, I like looked around in this movie theater. Yeah. That is oh, yeah. not, that is not a respectful movie theater that I went to my entire, like is dead fucking silent. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely one of, I think for most of us at that age was one of the top 10 coolest moments of our movie going experience. Listen, I think without question, it was in early high school, all of us watching VHS copies of Top Gun. Like that was it. That was the start of the obsession with Cruz because remember, so that's yeah. like I've said, that would be then the same time that he's on that run, right? That he does. It goes, these are the hundred million dollar films. It goes, yeah, it's pretty, it's incredible. Days of Thunder, Far and Away, A Few Good Men, The Firm, Interview, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire. Holy shit. So while we're growing up watching those movies in the theaters, we're getting the VHS copies and watching Cocktail, The Color of Money, Top Gun. And again, I am. Oh, and of course, Risky Business, which I think all of us thought was the hottest thing in the world. So it was just a perfect storm. It was like, and I'll tell you what, it was two people that I idolized. It was Tom Cruise and Andre Agassi. They were like my two idols. Hey, we agree on something, Andre Agassi. <laughs> I'm a Sampras guy. They were the, they were my two idols. Uh, and and I didn't it was not until I went to a performing arts college where those, you know, those acting teachers were like, "No, Stallone's lockup, see, I changed it up for you." <laughs> You know, uh, Steven Seagal's Under Siege is not what you should be watching. You need to watch yeah. an Ilya Kazan film. And I'd be like, right. who's that? Right. You know, so it took I it was not until I went to college that I think I watched anything good besides what was being nominated for Oscars. But I had not seen a foreign film. I think my first foreign film was probably like Amelie or Chocolat, you know, the like King's speech. The King's speech was his first King's speech. <laughs> anything british you know but I, I, one thing i uh, let's give this back to jeff meacham here i mean i i oh, right. Applaud, right, right, right. well i just applaud that you don't buy into i should like x y and z movies because so and so told me i should like them i don't have to think they're good and i don't have to like them both I can you ready just for this? say, yeah, you ready please. for this? My father said to me one time in my sophomore year of college, you know, I'm in, I'm at this acting conservatory. My sophomore year, we had this acting teacher named Joan Potter and she was really all serious. You know, we spent, we spent the first semester doing Tennessee Williams plays and the second semester doing checkoff. So all I was, was just like, did she have a bomb shelter? <laughs> <laughs> my father said to me, Jeff boy in the, he picks me up in the car and in his truck, I'm sorry. And I'm all brooding and I'm, bleh, I'm getting angry about stuff. And he said, God damn it, Jeff boy. He said, I, you're in a bad mood. And if this school takes the happiness out of my son, I will be pissed. Mm. And in that moment, in, he said it in some way like that. But here I am 20 some odd years later, still remembering that moment because it actually was a big deal to me. I was like, oh yeah, I, I am at, Really, what I am is just a, a mostly a happy-go-lucky guy that loves to just watch fun movies. And so I may have gotten away from that a little bit over the years, but then I just came back to it where I was like, wait a minute, no, this is who I am. If, if you were if you were an Academy Award voter, you would write in Godzilla versus Kong for best picture. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm still <laughs> I'm still mad that uh Mad Max Fury Road didn't win Best Picture because I thought that was the best picture of the year. So anyway. I go to, uh, you know, I've got super, we're going to go back to my life fast. I get super ADD. My mother sends me to this really super delinquent uh, middle school in eighth grade, eighth eighth grade middle, whatever, I just lost myself. Anyway, I go to this like super delinquent school and the math teacher, Mrs. M, uh, this kid named Daryl Brown is, is 
just throwing, he's just being a dick. He's just being a total dick. And she's like, you know what, Daryl, you're so good at arguing one day, you're going to become a lawyer, she says, or something like that to him. He's like, oh yeah, if you're so smart, what are we all going to be? And she was like, all right. And she went through each kid and she looked at me and she goes, Jeff's going to be an actor. And I was like, wow. Uh, Okay, I am. And literally the head of the school told my mom, yeah, that he's going to be, he should be an actor. And there's this performing arts high school in town. He should audition for. And I do remember my mom, Ruth, not, not Judy saying, uh, uh, tell me when I went to audition for it, she said, please don't tell them that your favorite actor is Stallone. So I do remember (laughs) that. So at this point, my favorite actor was Sylvester Stallone, not Tom Cruise. So, okay. So can you, so this is good. This is good. We're, we, we, we are homing in on when the love began. Cause we know it was Stallone at, at this time. I wasn't listening to when you were actually talking about, but at a, in a yeah. short, whatever. So can you now point to a time where it definitely was Cruise in, in my junior year? We're really, this is, we're doing it. We're honing it down in my junior year. So we're talking 96. So this is the year of both mission impossible and Jerry Maguire. We've got, I can't believe I'm forgetting this girl's name, Joy. Joy. Her name was Joy. And Joy was obsessed with Top Gun. And we would go over to her house, all of us, and we watched Top Gun an ungodly number of times. So, you know, yeah. that's back when you'd be like, I could say every word. To, I can recite every word to that movie. Right. So I, I'm, I'm feeling 96 was the year for like, he is, oh, oh, yes. And then when I went to, oh, that, so, and then my girlfriend at the time bought me a uh, color of money a poster oh. of not, not it, didn't, it was just him with the, the 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 high hair and he was holding the cue stick. Yeah. It was that picture. And I had him and Melissa Milano were my two posters. All right. So we, we've done it. We have found, we think we have found the origins of Jeff's love of Tom Cruise. And yeah, then it was the love star. I think 96. I think there it is. I think we found it. Okay. So let's wrap this up here. Um, just tell us about the time that you met Joel. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. So in the summer of 1999, uh, I auditioned. I was in college and I auditioned for this uh, program in England called the British American Drama Academy, known as BADA. And so I auditioned for the Shakespeare program there and uh, got in. And uh, I went there, and it was all it was at it was called Balliol College at uh, what's it called? Why am I forgetting the name of the famous college? Ox- Oxford. University, Jeff. Heard of it. Oh, God. Oh, God. My... Let me tell you again. See, the only reason I got to go to Oxford was on my talent because they sure weren't accepting me because of my grades. And uh, anyway, so went there and um, I will always listen. I don't remember the first moment I met him, but I remember the most memorable moment, which was I saw this uh, young man who looked like a uh, uh, a smaller version of Justin Timberlake uh, with uh, wild, <laughs> curly, blonde, dirty blonde hair. And he was doing the get thee to a nunnery Hamlet scene. And mm-hmm. he had climbed a tree and was uh, yelling at Desdemona. And uh, I thought... This kid's awesome, and uh, and we spent uh, wrong play, wrong play. Desmond is Othello. Shit, uh, Ophelia. Hold on, I can get this. Ophelia, same thing. They all die, right? They all die. <laughs> they all die. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, whatever. He was up in a tree, and he was being Hamlet, and he was, and it was fantastic. And we uh, we had many a drunken night hanging out, and uh, and then 2010, right? We landed in the same acting class, and there you go. And tell finally tell him about meeting me. Oh Jesus. All right. <sighs> God. So in New York in 2005, um, Christy, one of Christy's best friends is a wonderful actress named Lynn Chen. And Lynn Chen was about to star in a movie uh, called Ready or Not. And Lynn had to drop out uh, for reasons I can't remember. And uh, me neither. <laughs> And so Lynn recommended Christy Myers at the time, my, uh, my girlfriend to, uh, take the lead. And so she got the role. And then when she found out there was a, uh, funny douchebag role in the movie, she was like, my boyfriend's perfect for that role. (laughs) And, uh, the director was uh, a young up and coming man named Alec Lev, who at the time had hair Ah, and, uh, the reason I, the reason I shaved my head was for that movie and never stopped. That's right. That's right. And uh, Alec and I uh, quickly uh, fell in love down in some mansion in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, hanging That's out great. while he directed me and Christy. All right, Jeff, let's let's wrap this up here. How are you feeling so far? Jeff, this is your show. This is you, man. Tell us about it. How do you feel so far? I couldn't be 
I, I couldn't be I'm any sorry, happier. We don't have time for your oh. answer. Thank you, ladies. No, okay, Jeff. <laughs> no, I tell me how you feeling. I couldn't be any happier with the these moments right now. When the three of us are together doing this, these are my favorite moments. This is what I feel like I was born to do, which is talk a lot and make <laughs> jokes and have fun yeah. and talk about and 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 have no, you know, I I just I I. I I love talking about movies and Tom Cruise is my favorite movie star of all time. This is the life I chose. And, uh, you guys, listen, you guys are both into politics. Good for you. And I love learning from you guys, but really I'm not all I care about is movies. And, uh, and this is the greatest joy of my life. And if I can be talking about fun action films and bringing a smile to people's faces and, uh, hopefully, talking to some amazingly talented people that have worked with Tom Cruise. And then one day in the far future, because right now I just love talking to people who have met him. I'm not ready to meet him yet, boys. I'm not ready. No. I'm ready to no. talk to people who have no. met him. Yeah. 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 So I'm loving it, man. I'm loving every second. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for, for uh, being on the show. Is there somewhere that uh, people could find you if they want to learn more about Jeff Meacham, they want to, they want to hear you or anything. Is there, is there somewhere they can, they can look you up? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Meeting Cruise, and uh, <laughs> this is my life right now. No, man, you you guys know where to find me. If you're listening to this, you know what to do. I'm uh, Jeff Meacham. You know where he's going to be? He's going to be in Judy's Bomb Shelter. Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, Mom. All right, before we end our 12th episode, uh, we're, listen, we're halfway through season one is what we're going to call this. And God, what a ride it's been. And uh, listen, we're just going to take a couple weeks off and uh, be interviewing people and come back with an even better uh, second half. And I dare even, I don't even like calling it second half because I feel like this show is going to go on forever, but that's what we're also calling it right now. Also because math isn't really your strong suit, but yeah, yeah, yeah this, exactly. This. I mean, what's 12? What is 12? <laughs> uh, so uh, in the meantime, so yeah, a couple weeks off. Uh, listen, we might have a bonus episode, so stay tuned. Mm. Pay attention to your feed. Okay. Did Cause you we say, love do a tell. Bonus we, no, I don't want to tell. I want to get oh. people excited. Right. I want to feel, I want to feel the, pumped. the need for speed. That's I want to feel the, but you listen, we have had some people get back to us and, and talk about how much they love this show. And we would be mad at ourselves if we didn't uh, call out some of these friends. Listen, it started with uh, friends. You know, that's yeah. it all starts with friends. What does that mean, Jeff? I don't know. God, it's, deep, it's so late. Just get, get so, to yeah, it. So, yeah, just get to it. So, listen, we're going to go round robin here. We're just going to start naming some people and see where it goes. But uh, we're just going to be thanking some people for listening to the show, replying. Alec, go ahead. What would you want to no, say? No, no, no. I was just saying, not, we're, just, we're not reading names out of the phone book. These are our friends who we know have been listening to the show. We just want to say hi and say thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, we are not just randomly saying names. Oh, we're not. No, 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 no. Sorry. Oh, these are people we know. Oh, shit. Look, if I say Brian, I'm sure I'm sure somebody named Brian listened to this. <laughs> Brian Stepanek. Brian Stepanek. Thank See? you, Brian Stepanek. Thank you. Thank you, Brian Stepanek. There it is. Hey, See? guys, quick question for you, because oh, this isn't a tangent. Why do horses have long names? Nope. Like, why can't nope. it just be <laughs> a... Nope. Nope. Why nope. it got to be a sentence? Back. Nobody's coming back, Jeff. Nobody's no one's coming, coming back okay, my, bad. my bad. My bad. My bad. Here we go. Question. I'm going I'm to go start it off. I'm starting it off. With uh, I just just because I saw him yesterday, my buddy Morgan Patterson, who by the way worked with Cruz on uh, Top Gun Two, so we got to get this guy. He loves the show, talks okay, to me about it all the time. We yeah. can't do a story we, on each yeah, person. Yeah, man. if we have a story for every person, we we're gonna you know need three more what seasons. The fuck, so, guys. No, all Jeff, right, all no. right. Thanks, uh, Morgan. Morgan. Thanks, Morgan. All right, go. Thank you, Jocelyn Bell, Matt Kubaki, Joel Viertel, and Maura Stevens. Did you say his name was Matt? Bukaki? Did you say Bukaki? Oh, okay. Jesus. Jeff. Jesus. We're thanking them. We're thanking them. This is the this is the nice oh, part. We're being nice sorry. now. I'm sorry, sorry. I thought Joel's friend's name was oh, Matt dear. Bukaki, and that's yeah. not right. Uh my buddy Brandon Mather. Uh he's he's uh no. he's a great no. <laughs> oh, no. just, just the name. No. Jesus. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just the By name. By the way, that's just the dude who used to memorize running times. Sorry, this is Joe, Joe. So interesting. No. He can't just say a name. Can't do it. Jesus Christ. Can't Joel, do it. Cut Joel. out everybody that he has named. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> if you know Jeff, you shouldn't be. Yeah, it's been sorry. two. I'm sorry for you. Helen Highfield. My mom, Deborah Freeman, stepdad, Marty Seidner. My whole damn family. Brian, Abby, John, Boaz, Charlie, Allison. Uh, my best friend who uh, who is uh, uh, the Joel of the show here, uh, uh, Cedar Miller. Ducalian Britain, Michael Murray. That's my brother-in-law. Ronit, Ian, Yael, and Mark. What? 
Did you say one name, Joel, or is that multiple oh, names? Oh my Guys, Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. I get confused. My brother-in-law's <laughs> name is Deucalion Britton Michael Murray. Wow, We're just going to cool. run past that? <laughs> We're not going to discuss that his name sounds like he's from Middle Earth? Isn't what it amazing? Hell? Yeah. Duke. Duke. That's awesome. You call him Duke. I call oh him Duke. Gosh. Yeah. Awesome. Joel amazing. and I are going to thank our entire Tuesday night Tom Cruise Fantasy Football League. That's Jim Aall, Eric Schneider, David Rogers, DSJ, Tritter. And uh, do we have to thank Alex Schiano, Joel? No. Do we have to? But no, we don't have did. to thank Alex Schiano. We just said his name. We, just we did? Said his name. Oh, yeah. guy's a piece of shit. All right. <laughs> uh, fuck, I'm sorry. Uh, or Joel, Joel, go ahead. Well, you just took 10 names that I was going to say. Jay LaCopo. <laughs> My friend of 43 years, Noah Garrison and Michelle Black. Uh, Noah's a good dude. Allison Hayslip. We got to name her, right, Joel? I mean, she's... Allison. Allison. She's a longtime listener. That's a nerd right there. That's a Love girl you, that loves movies as much as us. Jennifer King. Elizabeth Harper. Anjali Cabral. Ben Shelton. I wonder if my stepdad listens to this. Erica Halverson. India DeBeaufort. Craig Thomas. Jody Dresner. Brent Boyd. I'm going to name them all together. Brent Boyd, Lisa Dickey, and Randy Barnes are poker-playing friends. How you guys doing? Oh, and Jim Dubinsky. Jimmy Dubinsky. Let's throw him in there, too. Do you think Kramer listens to this? I wish he did. He should. I wish Kramer listened to this. I know. These are poker players that we play play poker with from time to time, Joel. Listen, we, we have to call out our whole Tuesday night class. If we've missed anybody, we we love you all and, and know that so many of you support us. Tolly, thank you for listening. That's our executive producer's wife. Do you think there's somebody in our class that was close to us that doesn't listen and doesn't like us, Joel? Like, do, <laughs> should, is there somebody in there? Landacker? Yeah, let's, let's find him. Let's <laughs> Amy Landecker loves us. She loves us. Yeah, she does. We love But she you, doesn't Amy. listen to this. Yeah, let's she find let's listen find listen somebody. Let's find Amy somebody. Amy listens to podcasts that actually have substance. And 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 she does her artwork. You hear her name every week in the credits. But oh, she 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 just yes. told me the other day that she was listening to an episode and laughed. And I just we love her. She's a dear friend, Rebecca Montoya. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank yes, you, thank Rebecca you. Montoya. Oh my goodness. And by the way, also let's just mention Alex Reeves. You hear him uh, in the credits. He is our engineer and mixer he takes the the file that i've edited and he makes it sound all smooth and i don't know what does a mixer do he does a great job thank you alex and finally i'd like to thank my wife sarah lev sarah i love you you know we've talked about this when i edit this show i'm thinking about will sarah enjoy this usually i just know the answer is no but i think will what will sarah enjoy this she's someone who who, who loves us doesn't really know Tom Cruise that well. And so I'm 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 trying to gear this as best as I can in the editing for someone like her who can enjoy it regardless of of Tom Cruisiness at all. Alec, describe the adorable way that you and Sarah listen to the podcast. Sarah and I sit on two leather, uh comfy leather chairs in our little reading nook in our house. We have our Apple uh home pod next to us sitting in the middle. Kind of like we're listening to an old-timey radio show. The year is 1947. <laughs> the war has come to an end. America. Whoa. Wait, Joel, what What year did the, did the, the war the come war to, came an to an end? in 45. I get okay. it, but, you know. <laughs> which, which war, Jeffrey? <laughs> okay, would anyone else have a wife they'd like to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, Joel, don't you want to thank your wife? That Yes, I want to thank the person who compliments... Jeff Meacham's voice every single week. And that hmm. is my wife. I love you. She Ada likes Yen. my voice. She, she likes really my does. voice. Every week she goes, Ada. Jeff Meacham has such a great voice. Yeah, Thank you, Ada. Never once. You never so once she go, I love your voice. No, nope. just Jeff no. Meacham. Listen to that voice. He has a good this voice. This podcast doesn't exist without my wife, Christy Myers. And uh, she was the one that we did the, she's, she's the reason why we got this thing sold. And uh, she's, I mean, her story of Tom Cruise is probably why we got married. And so thank you to my uh, incredible wife. And of course, let's thank Kevin Pollack. Kevin Who Pollack. has been a, a supporter. He's been a retweeter. He was amazing to be on our show. Kevin, if, you're still, if, you're, if, if you've made it to 12 episodes, thank you for that. If the first girl that dumped me, Nora's listening to this, I just want you to see what a mistake you made. <laughs> Adrian Froelich, my first girlfriend. <laughs> Renessa Catlin, she was, uh, she was my first uh, girlfriend. Molly, I don't know if you're listening. Thank you so much. All right. So thank you to all of you, and uh, we'll be back soon. <laughs> I'd like to read one more email that came to us. Um, he says, hi guys. I love this podcast almost as much as Tom Cruise. Your amazing show has inspired my wife and I to go back through Tom Cruise's entire catalog. While all of his movies are great, we found particular enjoyment in the Mission Impossible series. Thank you for the trip 
down Cruisery Lane. Question. I found that Alec and Joel's voices can be confusingly similar at times. Given that Joel is an integral part of the show and Alec is a miserable wet blanket, if you could replace Alec with any Tom Cruise character to produce the show, which character would you choose and why? I love I'll this add person in, so I'll much. I'll add in that he does say, I'm joking, of course, Alec is wonderful. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Adam. But let's ignore that part. It's a great question. If I could be released from this sweet, sweet pain, who, <laughs> which Tom Cruise uh, a character would you replace me with? Joel, why do I feel like it needs to be Vincent from Collateral? Like, who else would keep us in line but a contract killer? <laughs> Barry Seal from American Made. Yep. You know he gets shit done. Yeah. You know that man yeah. gets the yeah. shit done. Yeah. Barry Seal is, I think and that's even, it. And even when he's not, he's going to convince you that he is. Uh, my, my, my vote would be that the, his uh, Cage, his character from Edge of Tomorrow, who just has to keep doing the same fucking thing over <laughs> and over again. Like when I email you and say, hey, Jeff, you got to get ready for the show again and again and again and again. And I feel again. like, wait a minute. Are you trying to say something here? Because you're breaking up, Alec. <laughs> Judy! She is straight up an old lady. She it, She's like the, the my stepmother is the woman in the movie theater unraveling a plastic candy for half the movie. She's five feet away from me, and she's just going is through. What loud? are you? Even, she just turned is the this, water back on. When you're talking to somebody, I'm recording a podcast. Why are you yelling to the podcast? Because that's what we do. We yell. This is going across a professional platform, ma'am. <laughs> you're making your stepson look very unprofessional, and usually he uh, he is the epitome of professionalism, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me literally give me two more minutes i beg of you but you need to stop that you need to turn that off <laughs> two minutes that's all i beg of <laughs> oh it's flowers that's what she's got she got a whole thing of, no stop what you're doing <laughs> there he is reliable dependable thank you thank professional. you professional thank you okay and you're making um, a mockery of him <laughs> all right then <laughs> Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me, Alec Lev. You're still doing it. You're literally still doing it. Ma'am, I said two He is going to be the laughing stock of the podcast world. Sin. I'm not even kidding. It's the plastic around flowers. He will never be able to show his voice in the audio world again. It's also produced by the same Alec Lev. Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. She doesn't want the flowers to die. How long does she think this podcast is going to go for? <laughs> editing by Alec Lev with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. Artwork by Rebecca Montoya. Your stepson is now a fool, ma'am. A fool, I tell you. You ruined everything. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. Judy! I wish you could see her. She's so sweet. She goes, oh, I just wanted to wash my hands. She's out of the room. She's so sweet. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. Okay, she's back. She's putting shit in the trap. Like, yep, there she is. Hi, Judy. <laughs> we love you. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show, and we just might read it on the air. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Who else? Boy, I'll tell you what, guys. I, you know who is climbing the ladder? Climbing the ladder is his character in Night and Day. When he's taking her out of the thing, he says, he goes, nobody move or I shoot myself and then her. Oh, that's exactly the feeling of producing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. How do you download a podcast? 